0: And welcome once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable Podcast. Um, Today we have a very special guest, uh, incoming Cleveland State freshman, uh, Daniel Young, who is a graduate of uh, Shaker Heights High School, played for his father at uh, Shaker, and he will be uh, joining Cleveland State um, in the fall as an incoming freshman. Um, My name is uh, Alec Quate. I am the... Uh, beat reporter for Horizon Roundtable for Cleveland State men's basketball. I am going into my uh, fourth season uh, covering the Vikings. And uh, Daniel, welcome welcome to the Horizon Roundtable. How are you doing today, man?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no problem there. Um, just real quick, you can find more of the uh, Horizon Roundtable at horizonroundtable.com. And uh, be sure to... Uh, uh, subscribe to us wherever you uh, like your favorite podcasts. Uh, so let's jump right in, uh, Daniel. We got a, a couple questions for you today. Um, first off, uh, let's just jump right into uh, what would your uh, what your home uh, visit was like with uh, Coach Robinson, and uh, what made it attractive about that visit to st- uh, stay committed with Cleveland State.
1: Uh, it just felt genuine. Uh, just having uh, the new coach come in and personally. In person to actually come to your own house and meet you, and talk about staying in. Uh, I just felt like it was a great fit because he likes to uh, play defense, get up and down on transition on offense. So it just uh, felt like it was right, and it just felt genuine. I got a good vibe from the combo that we had when he came over.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And y- you know, I, I I I have it written down here for in a few questions, but we might as well jump into it right now. Um, from an X's and O standpoint, um, what aspect of do you think playing for your dad at Shaker um, uh, like prepared you best for the next level? Um, you mentioned just right uh, right away, um, like the defense that Coach Robinson likes to employ. It was kind of similar to I don't know how much of you, uh, Cleveland State you got to see with uh, Coach Gates at the helm, but it was very similar in terms of uh, uh, lots of traps, lots of. Um, like mid-court traps, lots of pressing. So what, what do you think about um, – play? what, what aspect of you think playing for your dad at Shaker um, helps you uh, for the next level?
1: Uh, I'd probably say all aspects, to be honest. Um, like on the opposite end, just running certain plays for my teammates or just for me to get open and uh, just knowing the right reads, ball screens, because that's a big thing at the next level. Uh, being able to read a ball screen, coming off that ball screen, if the uh, big is coming up to help or if they're sagging and dropping down, just knowing to make the right reads. And on defense, we, at Shaker, we pressed a lot. So Mm -hmm. I'm marked to that. So um, just seeing, just pressing a lot and doing traps, like you said, that Cleveland State does that a lot. So just um, getting used to that. And then at Spire, it was the same as well. Um, We pressed a lot. We got up and down after it. Uh, we, lot of, we had a lot of freedom on offense, but we still did, had a lot of sets to run and stuff. So I just feel like that's a similar fit for uh,
0: Cleveland State. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so the, obviously at Shaker, you had a bunch of uh, really cool players and just really talented uh, athletes to look up to and model your game after. Um, growing up, was there any like specific player or players you would model your game after? And if so... How would you say that has affected your development as a player?
1: Uh, I'd probably say Terry Rozier, because I grew up around him all the time, just watching him practice and Definitely. watching
0: games. Uh,
1: so I feel like I kind of have a similar game. I wouldn't say all the way, but I try to pick some parts with him. Uh, last summer, I got to work out with him. So it was just good seeing how he works out. And uh, we got up and down, played 5-on-5. Five five. I got to play in guard against him. I played against Derrick Jones. I uh, Mm. He plays, the Bulls. I, I don't I don't know where he's at right now. I think he's still on the Bulls, but just playing against pros and stuff and seeing how they play. And um they're, they're giving me words of encouragement. And it's just it just is a good thing. Just getting uh, being able to work with pros and just seeing how they uh, go day to day with the workouts.
0: Oh, that that's excellent. that That's an excellent answer. um There's a uh <clears throat> A player who um, we're getting a little bit off topic here, but I think you'll find this interesting. Um, there's a uh, player. There, there was an old point guard for uh, uh, for Beechwood when I was growing up. Um, I'm not sure if you know who he his, who he is. His name's John Davis. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He uh, he actually is like a trainer now for pros. And um, I, 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 I follow him on Instagram, and he was, like, all over the place during, like, the Kings Warrior series. I think he, he's, like, Jonathan Kuminga's trainer. So, yeah, I mean, like, the guys like that are really good to get linked up with, too. Yeah,
1: he, uh, I will say he got me a lot better with my ball screens. Uh, my sophomore year, I was training with him my whole sophomore year. Oh, I've seen, seen improvement. Yeah, I used to be at with training with him. Um, we didn't have game days or anything, but I'll say – I improved on my boss games working out with him. So he's definitely a good trainer.
0: That's awesome. Awesome to hear. Um so now going back to your Shaker days, um, what was your biggest takeaway on uh from playing for your dad? Um now I know that could be kind of like a um, tougher situation for some kids, um having your dad as the the head coach. Um, but what what was your what was your biggest takeaway from that?
1: Well, uh, I'll probably say he has to treat you a little, he has to get on you a little harder um, mm-hmm. um to prove a point. But I feel like everybody got the gist, especially my freshman year. Uh, when I came in as a freshman, uh, people thought I only uh, got to start a job because my dad was a coach, but that wasn't the case. Cause um, my first game we played against Chris Livingston. Um, he was at Kentucky. Um, and uh, I had 27 that game and I shut everything down. Like, Nobody said anything after that, and just him always on me, continuing to be on me. It, it got to a point where all the players were telling him to stop because it was getting bad. Like he was like always ripping me in practice. Uh, he would kick me out of practice, and it, it was just like he got me used to being able to take hard coaching because uh, my coach Aspire, he he's really he was really animated, and um, he would get on us, and I was already used to that. So I I thank my dad for
0: always getting on me and. Uh, and I say that's the biggest takeaway. Okay. Yeah. No. That that's definitely helpful. I've uh, seen a lot of uh, different styles of coaching over the years, and my years of watching basketball and being able to not be phased by anything is very important uh, for a Division one athlete. So it's good that you have that experience, in my opinion. Um, so now, um, what would you say your favorite moment from your high school? playing career was from uh, playing for your dad.
1: i will probably say our tournament run my uh, sophomore year, um, yeah. before COVID uh, hit, uh, we were one game away from States. It was mm-hmm. just like, we played St. V. We lost to them by five. They had Malachi, which is on the Spurs now.
0: You know, mm-hmm.
1: lost by five, we should have won that game. Like nobody had, nobody scored above double, double digits. It was like, everybody was in the single digits. It was like a hard fall game. Mm-hmm. And we, like, that was like one of the best teams of the state at the time. And we just felt like if we could, if we we're in a close game with them, we could be anybody in the state. So fast forward into, our, into the tournament, we were blowing everybody out by 20. We played Kobe Johnson, who was at West Virginia. Uh, we beat them by 15. And then we were getting ready to uh, play men. But then uh, COVID happened and they shut us down. But I'll just say everybody was connected. We had a saying there was no outside influences. And we will always say that, like, you know, you might have parents or friends or loved ones in your ears talking and trying to tell you, you should be shooting more. You should be doing this. You should be playing more. But we didn't let that get to us. And we were all we we're all locked in. We we're all one unit. And I'll just say that was like the most fun I had um, there.
0: That. Yeah. No, I, I I remember seeing the seeing you guys that year that you guys were just. Absolutely phenomenal. One of my favorite Shaker teams um, to, ever, to ever play, really. That was just unbelievable season. Um, so now transitioning over to your experience at uh, Spire, um, what was something you took away uh, from that experience, something both on the floor as a basketball player and off the floor as a uh, student athlete?
1: I would say on the floor, I'd say during the preseason, Um I had
0: the
1: like, you know, everything's earned, not given. I was having a rough time at first. Uh I wasn't starting or anything. But my coach got on me and I just kept working hard and um we come fast forward into the pre uh after the preseason. Uh I played really well. Um just going through adversity. You know, sometimes you're not everything's not gonna go your way. Mm-hmm. I just going through adversity. I feel like I it prepared me. It's going to prepare me for college now because it's about competing. And I feel like uh, I just got better at, like, just not letting things get to me. Like, I'm just straightforward. I'm not worried about anything. I'm just worried about myself and and worried about what I need to do right to uh, help this team win and just caring for others. And I feel like off the court, just being punctual and um, just always locking in what you need to do and I feel like that helped us to aspire, just preparing us for college.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, that, that's a extremely impressive facility. I've driven by it a number of times. Um, I I would see where would you guys play your uh, uh, most of your games at at Spire? Was that? Um, I saw like a, lot, a floor with like the Cavs logo on it. Was that at like the Cleveland Clinic Courts?
1: Yeah, that, that used to be the old Cavs court, and they put it expire, so that's where oh, they play. Okay. Is. Yep.
0: Okay, that makes sense now. Okay. Um, so shifting back now over to Cleveland State, um, what is something that you are both looking forward to about being a Division One athlete, and something you are anticipating needing time to adjust to?
1: Uh I probably say what I'm most looking forward to is just the experience, just Traveling and playing different teams, um, just the atmosphere and just bonding with my teammates and uh, getting to know my coaches more. And I'll probably say something I need to get adjusted to, probably like the classes and stuff, because, you know, in high school is like one schedule. Like, mm-hmm. It's like
0: you might have one or two classes each day. So just probably just getting used to that. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um I'm actually coming back to school for uh, my second degree this fall. I'm going to um, – coming back to Cleveland State. So hopefully I'll uh, see you around campus sometime. Yeah. Um, but uh, so for your year one at Cleveland State, uh, just speaking in terms of uh, your freshman year, uh, what, is your, what is your biggest goal um, that you have for yourself for this season?
1: For myself, I want to be on the all-freshman first team just – just be able to contribute with the team, uh, do whatever I need to do to win. Um, so that's personally my goal.
0: Nice. And what what would be like a uh, like a team goal? Do you think? What do you think?
1: Uh, I would like to win the Horizon League. So they came up short last year. So that's the team goal. I want to uh,
0: win the Horizon League championship. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we got. A lot of guys coming back, a lot of new faces. So it'll, it's going to be an interesting, interesting mix of talent uh, for sure. Um, I think you're going to fit in terrifically um, with with the returning guys. And th- we got uh, some really good, interesting looking Juco players coming in, too. So um, should be a cool mix. Um, so now um, that's all the uh, basketball related questions I have. So I just have uh, one more uh, quick one for you. I see you are a. Uh, I, I follow you on your social medias, and I see you are a uh, pretty big Madden fan. Would that be uh, accurate to say?
1: Yeah, that's accurate. Yep. yep.
0: Nice, nice. So it would. It. I do just have to ask, how how did you become a Bengals fan?
1: Oh, uh, when I was younger, uh, AJ Green got drafted to the Bengals, mm-hmm. and that that was my favorite wide receiver at the time. So I just stuck with them and. Uh, they were trash for a couple of years, but I always stuck with them because I loved AJ Green and Andy Dalton and that duo. It was fun to watch, so I just stuck with them. I just became a big Bengals fan. I remember buying his jersey and I was excited when my mom got it for me. So I just been a fan ever since.
0: Well, they, your patience with them has uh, has paid off. I will say, um, so <laughs> you're 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 enjoying some really good football these days. So very jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But uh, thank you so much for joining me, Daniel. Um, I really appreciate the uh, time uh, today and um, best of luck to you in the, your uh, preseason training. You said you uh, begin that uh, later this month, correct?
1: Yep, June 16th, uh, that's when I arrive.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, best of luck, like I said, and uh, hope to see you around uh, campus and I'll definitely be seeing you at uh, some games this, uh, this coming season. Yes, sir. See you soon. See you soon. As always, you can find all past episodes of and content at horizonroundtable.com, wherever podcasts are available, and you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. Until next time, thank you all so much for listening.